and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. She is in a brand new film. It's a horror flick called The Cellar, and it sounds something like this. You know, when I was a kid, I would have loved to have lived in a place like this. What's in there? That's the cellar. It's filthy. I like to think of it as character. I need you to watch Stephen tonight. So you're leaving us here. Go down and check the circuit breaker. No, I'm scared. There's ten steps to the bottom. Count each step. Can you do that? One. Two. You're doing great, Ellie. Three. to her friends but no leads unfortunately something happened in the cellar it'll basically stop you from ever going down a flight of stairs again (laughs) (laughs) it's properly terrifying yeah well she's the star of TV shows like 24 Happy Endings and The Ranch you'll know her for her roles in movies like The Girl Next Door Old School and Love Actually and now Alicia Cuthbert is starring in this brand new Irish thriller it's called The Cellar it is out today and we caught up with Alicia for a chat Alicia how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great, thanks. I absolutely love The Cellar. Oh, good. Yay, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so cool. And actually, my heart is still racing because as as mad as this is, when I was preparing for this interview, um, I had to leave my office here in my house for a second. Uh, My dog was in here, but something fell off the wall. Oh, and no. the door to my office got jammed, which is pretty much all that happens in the cellar is that that bloody door keeps getting stuck. I, you're so right. Oh, my! I feel so bad. That's that's horrific. So there are moments in, in your film where you're on the out one side of the door and, you know, you're screaming because your children are trapped on the other side. I was screaming in the door of my office because my dog, Buddy, was was trapped. And- oh, my God. I'm glad to be here, but that's that's obviously the power of the film. It's it's uh, affecting my house now as well. That's hilarious. That's funny. The first time um, Brendan, our director, sent me um, the film to see before we got out to sort of do press, I had streamed it up onto my TV in the living room in the afternoon because I really was not <laughs> going to be watching it in the dark or at night. And all of a sudden, just before anything even starts, just the opening credits, the music starts kind of booming in. And I realized my four-year-old daughter is is sort of running around and I shut it off immediately because I thought, I can't let her see this film. I'm already scared. It hasn't even started yet. So I, I ended up having to like wait till she went to bed and watched it then. And I was like, oh no, I'm in for a ride now. But it's, I mean, it is proper scary. How did you end up filming a horror movie in County Roscommon in Ireland. Yeah. Well, I think the production itself and the producing partners um, with Film Ireland made it so that we had to film in Ireland, which was amazing for me because, I mean, I got to get out there and be in the middle of the country uh, for about seven weeks, two weeks quarantining all by myself in this little cottage just down the road from the, the house you see in the film. So really kind of creepy and scary to get us all in the mood. Um, And yeah, I just had two weeks to myself to prepare 
which never happens. So because of, you know, at the height of COVID, when we filmed it, there was, there was a lot of tension in that if anyone had gotten COVID at that point, our movie would be shut down. So we were really diligent about keeping in that bubble. And, mm. and yeah, we were in the countryside and Ross common and th- there was all kinds of rain and, and fun times, but <laughs> I didn't get to go to any pubs, which was a bummer because there was nothing was open. Everything was in lockdown. So it was, a, it was an unusual time to visit. But it, it was really special also. Yeah. And I saw on your Instagram, did you end up visiting Care in County Tipperary as well? Yes. Yes. I have family from there. So my grandmother uh, grew up there and also in Limerick at one point. Um, my mother's mother it was, was uh, you know, full Irish um, and uh, ended up migrating to Canada uh, and so, yeah, it, I wanted to go kind of right towards the end of the film. A couple of things had opened up a little bit. And so I was able to make one sort of journey down, down to County Care. And it was um, amazing to sort of be where she was and to see what my grandmother got to see as a young child and, and in her childhood in, in Ireland. It was it was very special. Yeah, maybe it's just as well the pubs weren't weren't open. You might have been leaving Ireland with like desperate to get out of here. So <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Probably kept me more professional for sure. <laughs> we were glad you had a wholesome trip. But look, let's tell people about the cellar. So obviously, Brendan Muldowney's behind it, and you play Kira, and your husband Brian in the film uh, arrived to this house. So you've you moved to this house for for work reasons, um, and then some weird stuff starts happening uh, particularly down in this cellar with the dodgy door um, and I don't know it's so funny like there's something some things are just creepy by themselves and flights of stairs for some reason are creepy and I can see with my own kids if, if they have to go down at night to get a glass of water I can hear them like almost breaking their neck trying to get up the stairs as quick as they can because you get that feeling that something Someone's might behind be behind you yeah so it, the movie really taps into that sort of that innate fear we have have of of just dark stairwells yeah and also i think the house because it's funny uh, you know we've had a lot of questions about why why are these house driven horror films so scary and i think it's because your house is where you're supposed to feel the most safe so when you watch the juxtaposition of something like as safe as your home being infiltrated by some kind of evil it just doesn't sit well you know and you're right i actually I, I, I know exactly what you mean by it. when it's dark and you're heading up the stairs, there's that feeling of you start off slow, but then you slowly get, it gets faster and faster and faster. So, yeah, I mean, that is, it's so true. And I think, you know, this film is really about a woman um, who has lost her child and will go to the ends of the earth to try to find her. And that's really what I related to Um as a grounding point for the film, because every time you watch horror films, there's always that moment where you're like, don't go down there. Don't go, don't, don't do it. But but you can believe, yeah, yeah. But you can believe why Kira goes down the steps and after her children, because you would do anything for your children in that way. So it, it really makes it feel real. And you understand why she puts herself up against this, this, the evil to, 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 you know, in a last last ditch effort to try to save her child. 
Yeah. You've had such an interesting career. Obviously, you became famous for us, most of us here in Ireland, through your appearance in 24. And that was such a special time to be involved in, in TV, I think, because it was kind of the beginning of the binge watch box set. You know, I certainly had the series on DVD, you know, Um and it, it was the start, I think, of, of the transition where TV started to, you know, really match cinema in many ways. And, you know, some would argue it's taken it over sometimes. But, you know, what was it like to be part of a show that, that was that was that big? And of course, you had, you know, Kiefer's big comeback in a way in that show as well. So what was that whole time like for you? In the moment, I mean, I don't I don't think I felt the gravity of that until afterwards, um, so in the yeah. moment I felt just really like it was like a whirlwind of, you know, going to the award shows and kind of not really understanding how we got there, but we were there and it just felt like it felt like a family and, and it really did feel like a fishbowl in a lot of ways because we filmed so many hours and for such a long period of time, it was a really time consuming show to do. So that really became my family and it was I was so young. I really didn't know anyone else in LA at the time. So I'd kind of go home, go to work, go home, go to work. And they were really my, my people for a really long time. And then now looking back in retrospect, I realized the gravity of how that show was shifting the way people watch TV. Um, you know, you can see it from a distance now, like what that meant to uh, television and, and how it's even changed now in a way that like, without streamers people would have to watch every week and wait each week instead of binge watching all episodes now like the experience of tv has also shifted again since since the beginning of that so it's always evolving and it's always changing but yeah to see like a big movie star kind of finally break on tv the way he Kiefer did was was pretty special and paved the way for um a lot of shows um, after that. So really does feel like a, an amazing thing to, to say that I'm a part of and to be a part of really. It's just, yeah, very special, very lucky. Yeah. And different times too, you know, before the whole Me Too movement, you know, when you look back now, do you feel like you were minded at the time? Because as you say, you were so young, yeah. you hit the global spotlight almost overnight. Do you think you were kind of minded in that situation? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I was also very aware of everything and my surroundings. I mean, I was very, um, you know, conscious of making sure I didn't put myself in any sort of bad situations. Um, but yeah, Kiefer was very much a father figure to me, really showed me the ropes on, you know, how to be professional and, 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 you know, show up and be a good actor for, for the rest of the crew and for everyone. So yeah, I really, I, I was very lucky that I had, um, really good experiences. And if anything ever felt dodgy, it was, it was sort of my way to say I'm out of here. So luckily I, I, uh, I had uh, a good experience. Yeah. And a good head on your shoulders by the sounds yeah. of things. And I know, did I see that you're still friends with Paris Hilton uh, yeah. since you guys teamed up on films like house of wax back in the noughties? Yeah. You know, it's funny. she, She's sort of, you know, she's so popular and she's so amazing um, worldwide, how, how much her reach is, is, is really grown. Um, but she's also very misunderstood, I think. I, I, I think because of how iconically large her persona is, a lot of people don't really know 
the real Paris in, in some ways. Um, I think now she's letting her walls down with her documentary and whatnot, but she's always been such a loyal friend and, and she really would do anything for her friends. Uh, and like I said, she's, we've stayed in touch and we're not always together. We, we have busy lives, but you know, we always think of each other, you know, in certain times and we try to stay connected as much as possible. So I will say it, unlikely of, of, of friendship, but really it, it blossomed and, and it's a testament to how amazing she is as a person. And it's hard to explain that because people have their own ideas of who she may be, but, um, but no, I love her to death. So yeah. Uh, I think that's cool. You know, when you have those lifelong friendships, they're very special things and really it only matters how you both feel about each other. Exactly. Well, look, I'm so happy that you managed to make it to Ireland to film The Cellar. I'm delighted you managed to reconnect with your, your family roots. Yes. Um, especially in Limerick. That's where I'm from. So I'm, there, oh, there's a, a loose connection there. But if, if you want to be a true Limerick person, you'll have to learn the Limerick phrase, which is the greeting phrase. I don't know if they taught you this when you were there. No, tell me. Which is, a boy to kid. A boy to kid. <laughs> a boy da kid. So I like, guess in a, oh, a yeah, boy child, so. the kid, a boy the kid. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm writing know. it down. Yeah. And if you, if you want to get the full limerick effect, you kind of say it out the side of your mouth, like a boy the kid. Like a boy the kid. There you go. Amazing. Oh, that's so good. Alicia, what a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thank and you. hope to see you back in Ireland soon. Oh, I hope so. Thank you. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today. Oh,